This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host Josh and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Marcus and Scott versus Benchwarmer Dan and newcomer Drew Kalahar. Uh, welcome to the bench, Drew. Why don't you take a minute to let us know where you're from, what teams you root for, and anything else you'd like to share. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you guys letting me on here. Uh, yeah, like I said, my name is Drew. I grew up in Arlington, Washington. Had uh, Marcus as my coach all the way through youth football and in high school. Um, I root for Washington State University, mostly. Uh also, all the uh, Northwest teams, Seahawks, Mariners, unfortunately. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's that's about it. I'm living in Pullman, Washington right now with my wife, and I have a daughter on the way in August. So, excited about congratulations. that. Yes, congratulations. Yes. And uh, for you guys, just, just to give you a little, you know, to, to, so I can pump up Drew a little bit, uh, his senior year. Um, 2,725 passing yards, 27 passing touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns. Nice. And uh, and the best two-handed pump fake in the business because he's got tiny hands. Like, think <laughs> about that Burger King commercial, but with a football. <laughs> Been a minute since I've heard those stats. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I'm, I, if I'm going to cut you down, I got to at least give you props first. I, I know what Josh. I know a team that could use a quarterback with those kind of stats. <laughs> I, you know what? I honestly think I think Drew might have a better arm than Jake Browning. I'm just saying that. I'm assuming he'd be less expensive than Kirk Cousins, too. Yeah, yeah. For the first year, at least. At least the first year. Whew. All right. Well, anyway, uh, with that, let's uh, pass it on to Dan here, who's teaming up with Drew. Uh, why don't you let us know how you're doing, and you can let us know what your and Drew's team name is going to be. It's been a while since I've been on a Sunday night recording. I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. I haven't played. I mean, I just I don't see I just don't see Bombback that much anymore. You know, I, it's it's always a better time when I'm with Bombback than you know when I'm with like Eid or someone like that. You know, so it's I'm I'm, I'm living the life right now. Um, I also have the the same problem of tiny hands. I have a hard time holding on to a football. So um, we decided to just own it tonight and our team name is going to be small hands big brains all right small hands big brains and uh, we've already heard uh, a little bit from marcus but marcus why don't you just let us know how uh, you're doing today um slept like absolute garbage last night i don't know why i went to bed at a decent time i don't know i feel uh, i can't wait to go to sleep after this but i'm excited to have drew on um he he's like one of the kids that like when you talk to him, you know, before practice and you just hear them spouting off the same stuff that I would when I was in high school. So I figured this would be right up Drew's alley, uh, just talking about, you know, everything that's going on in sports. So that'll be fun. And uh, yeah, it's always it's always good to see your faces. Cool. And the only one we haven't heard from is Scott. Scott, how you doing? And let us know what your and Marcus's team name is going to be. I'm good. I'm um, pretty exhausted. I went to a show the other night and, you know, went pretty hard. A lot of jumping around and dancing and yelling. So if my voice gives out halfway, that's why. Um, but I'm pretty sore. 
Uh, I'm going to throw it back to Marcus for the team name in a sec because uh, he came up with it, and I don't want to steal his thunder. But I do have a couple stats since Marcus wanted to rifle off some stats here. I've got some stats of my own that I can rifle off here. Uh, 49 games played with a win-loss record of 20 and 29, which is about 40%. Six-time host, 56 total episodes, hosting 12.5% of the time. That's your boy Marcus Ellis' bench warmer stats. Let's go. <laughs> last uh, last on your uh, on your score sheet, number one in your heart. <laughs> and he can give the team name now. And uh, uh, whenever Scott and I get to team up together um, – Let's just be honest. I play the race card most of the time. And last time we were the African-Americans. And so tonight we are going to be Ebony and Ebony. <laughs> it's okay for me to say that. Team yes. Team, right? of I course. just want to make sure that this you is know, your, yeah, yeah. You're the host. You have our full consent. <laughs> awesome. All right. So we've got small hands, big brains versus Ebony and Ebony. <laughs> Let's kick it over to uh, Dan from the past for the rules. We'll be starting off with the coin flip question to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see your today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right? Let's get this game underway. Okay, it's time for the coin flip, a 50-50 warm-up question worth 10 points. And since Drew is our guest, small hands, big brains, you guys get to call the coin flip question. The question is, is the Washington State football all-time record greater than or less than 500? It's got to be less than. I hate to say it. We've, we've, had, we've had some bad teams over the all time. All time. Yeah. So we're going way back here, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's got to be less than 500. Had some good seasons, but they've been uh, few and far between. If it was post-2000, I would probably say greater. But, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, less than. So, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, their record is 563. 570 and 45 all time with a so that is a winning percentage of 497 which is indeed just slightly less than 500 i'm glad i got the question right but that was a that was an embarrassing way for uh the coops to be represented right off the bat (laughs) (laughs) just to let you know that they are also just below 500 as a bowl record uh they are eight and nine all time in bowls so they're, they're sniffing around 500. You know, hopefully they can get on the right side of both of those at some point. That's 17 bowls since the early 1900s. Way to go, guys. <laughs> Just don't mention our record in the Apple Cap. Let's not, let's not bring up. I, I have no questions uh, about that. I, I looked it up and uh, yeah, no. We, don't <laughs> <laughs> we want you to come back, Drew. We're not going to do that to you. Well, you guys got that one right. So you guys get 10 points. You guys already have an early lead. You're responsible for all of our points so far, Drew. Keep it up. (laughs) Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. 
There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmerstp. Thanks. We're going to move on to today's first quarter, which will be sporting haikus. Sporting haikus. For this quarter, there will be four questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 25 points. Question one in sporting haikus. Mixed snowboard cross team. He's 40. She's 36. Gold medal winners. You know, it's a me hosted game and we just had some Olympics. So it started off well when the first word was mixed. I thought Marcus and I might have had a chance there, but (laughs) it slowly went downhill. Oh, man. See what I did there? Downhill because Winter Olympics. See what you did there. All right. we're, We're checked in. Hey, Ebony and Ebony has checked in. So small hands, big brains, you guys can talk it out. All right. So I, I know who they are. That's the good news. Well, then you should know the answer. The bad news is I don't really know their name. I've got a first name for one of them. And, and I'm, not, I'm not helping Dan out at all. <laughs> I think I may have the last name of the other, which isn't going to help. I mean, I can see you actually halfway to an acceptable answer if you have the last name of one of them. The girl's name is Lindsay. It's the same, uh, same as my wife's name. Um, and the other guy's last name is uh, like Bumgarner. I, I don't know anything else, though, Druid. I'm not going to be able to make anything up on this. So <laughs> um, we'll say it was Lindsay Vaughn. She, uh, she, she went cross, uh, cross sport. And Madison Bumgarner. Both of them went uh, cross sport on this one. Okay, and uh, Ebony and Ebony, what did you guys have for an answer? We said Lindsey Vaughn and Sean White. All right, well, uh, no points, no surprise, but Dan, you are so close. The gentleman is Nick Baumgartner. I would have given you credit for that, and you are correct. Her first name is Lindsey. She is the one that... A few Olympics back, she did a little hot dog in in the snowcross and wiped out and lost her gold and only got a silver then. Lindsay Jacob Ellis. Oh, I know that name. Baumgartner and Jacob Ellis. Baumgartner became the first snowboarder to win an Olympic medal in his 40s. And Jacob Ellis also won the gold medal in the women's snowboard cross. Question two. Lambo Leap Starter soon-to-be Hall of Famer, say his name correct. Uh, we can check in. Ebony and Ebony has checked in. So, small hands, big brains, you guys can talk it out. Do we have to say his name? You have to say it correct. Um, do, do you know who this is, Drew? Uh, I'm not quite sure. Okay. I do. I can't stand him. <laughs> and I want to say his name incorrect just for because I don't like the guy. But it's... First of all, this is the most pretentious way to say that name, isn't it? Leroy. He's Leroy, right? Leroy Butler, or Lois, as they would say in Canada. <laughs> you checking in with that? With Lois? Sure. No, Leroy Butler. All right. And Ebony and Ebony? Leroy Butler. <laughs> no, uh, Leroy Butler. 
both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Leroy Butler. Per his mother, in an email sent to John Madden, it is pronounced Leroy, not Leroy. Here's a tip. Maybe don't spell it Leroy, then. (laughs) All right. Moving on to question three in Sporting Haikus. Anaheim Ducks Rook. Average Joe's Uniform Breakaway Challenge. All right. we're, We're checked in. Right, Ebony and Ebony has checked in. So small hands, big brains, you guys can talk it out. All right. So uh, Drew messages me. I'm going to be no help with the NHL. And um, <laughs> he fits right in. Actually, first he said NFL. I was like, really? I I was like, oh, boy. Dan's going to Dan's going to think I'm really smart here. You got to know something, right? <laughs> um, I've heard of this. I heard of this. The dude wore the average Joe's jersey. I I don't know who it was. So uh, in, uh, in light of that, he was an average Joe. We're going to say he was related to Peter. and he was, We're going to say that this was uh, Guy Lafleur. Okay. And uh, Ebony and Ebony, well, what did you guys have? Yeah, we, we didn't have too much to go off of. We couldn't think of current Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks, that's right. Um, rookies. Yeah, nothing was really coming to us. So breakaway challenge, we figured we'll pick the one Mighty Duck who was the fastest on the breakaway, even though he couldn't stop. So we checked in with Luis Mendoza. Uh, I mean, no surprise. No points will be awarded for this question. Uh, the correct answer is Trevor Zegris. Uh, Zegris took his shot with a blindfold on while being pelted by dodgeballs being thrown by mascots. If you haven't seen this shot, go and look at it. It's insane. Uh, the shot he makes it's bonkers so i'm gonna go open my venmo app right now who uh, he's an anaheim ducks rook i, I got that from the haiku <laughs> but let's move on to question four hopefully there'll be some points points awarded here hopefully it won't be about winter sports go ahead well this sport is partially played in the winter 2019 draft golden arm award winner Quote, jockstrap king nickname. Let's check it in. All right. Small hands, big brains is checked in. So Ebony and Ebony, you guys can talk it out. Now, who on earth who would walk around in a freaking jockstrap all the time? Besides Marcus Ellis? (laughs) I mean, no, you don't have to show us, Marcus. Don't, no, don't. No, please do. You just discovered my uh, my pregame hype uh, ritual for the kids. Daddy Alaska <laughs> is in the house tonight, people. Uh, uh, I'm. I mean, Scott agreed. We we both kind of were on this pretty quick. Uh, we believe this is Gardner Minshew, so that's what we're going to check in with. K and small hands, big brain brains. What did you guys uh, have for an answer? I didn't know if it was my Coug bias coming into play, but we also had Gardner Minshew. Well, both teams will be getting points because the correct answer is, in fact, Gardner Minshew. Minshew was given this nickname by teammate uh, Leonard Fournette after the quarterback's propensity for exercising in nothing but a jockstrap. <laughs> did, that, did that in Pullman, too, which hmm. is uh, saying something because it's a little, little chilly over here. That guy's great. Let's get him a starting QB job somewhere, please. Yeah, get him a job. Please. All right. After the first quarter, uh, we have the following scores. Uh, Ebony and Ebony has 50 points and small hands, big brains leading the way with 60. 
And that brings us to today's second quarter, which will be The Missing Link. Oh, no. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. All right, question one in the missing link. What German-American big man who played for three teams in his 12-year NBA career was named Utah Mr. Basketball in 1989? Was he German? (laughs) (laughs) It's everyone's thought at this point. They're going through Uh, big man in their head and going, was he German-American? All right, let's do it. We'll check in. All right, small hands, big brains has checked in ebony and ebony you guys can talk it out yeah so i asked marcus if sean bradley has german descent because i feel like other stuff matches up like utah because we know but, but, but utah mr basketball only means that he he went to high school like he grew up yeah which when i'm thinking the time frame works is he was drafted in 93 so if you're mr basketball in 89 you go to college for four years you're drafted in 93 he was drafted after Shaq. Right. So the time frame matches up and with him being Mormon, Mr. Utah makes sense. I just have no idea if he has if he had German descent or not. I mean he's white, so there's a pretty high percentage. <laughs> he's of white and he's really tall. You can't say that. No, we can't. <laughs> I mean, okay. Uh <laughs> we'll give you permission for this game. Okay, thank you, thank Dan. You, thank you, Dan. Um I'm just trying to think of like if anyone else kind of works. I hate that I immediately thought of Greg Ostertag. I, I did too. Like, <laughs> no, I did too. <laughs> I hate that. I but it's only it because so he much. played in Utah, I feel like. Right, exactly. And I don't know, even though so, he lasted so 12 can years. We, can we just name Sean Bradley teams? Because three seems light for him. So it's Dallas. Philly. right? Philly. And did he play in Washington? I, I think maybe Washington is the third one. The Wizards, right? When they After they were already the Wizards. I mean, I don't think I'm going to get anywhere else. Yeah, I ju- again, just thinking of the time frame, this is going to be someone drafted yeah. in like 92, 93 at the earliest that played into the mid-2000s. Okay, let's just go with Sean Bradley and end and our suffering. All right, Sean Bradley it is. All right, Dan, small hands, big brains, what did you guys have? We had almost exactly the same conversations. Like, the years match up. He's definitely from Utah. I have no idea if he's German. But um, we also went with uh, Sean Bradley. The team you're missing, by the way, is the Nets. Played for the Nets. For oh, that's right. Yes, he did. Yep. Well, both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is indeed Sean Bradley. The Stormin Mormon was born in Landstuhl, West Germany, as his family was stationed at the U.S. Military Base Medical Facility. So he holds dual citizenship in the United States and Germany. Um T's and P's. T's and P's, Sean Bradley. So, you know, a little misdirection with the German-American, but he technically is a German-American. And I do believe he only played two seasons in 
college and then he went on a two-year mission and then was drafted mm. so that's fun remember when people used to do that david robinson I, I was like no they, i'm gonna go I, i'm gonna go serve first i think they well, still do i'm yeah, just saying like I, uh, I don't think that's uh something that byu athletes have stopped doing no i just meant athletes in general like they like Instead of just playing out, they would like wait to start their well, careers. Well, like Britton Brit Covey's like thirty-eight playing for Utah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's been Wazoo Utah could... for twelve years. <laughs> Wazoo played BYU this year, and they said that their starting running back was like twenty-nine or thirty years old. I'm going, what? He's on that Brandon <laughs> Whedon-ish. Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to question two in the missing link. What Hall of Famer who played his entire 17-year career in the National League for three teams had his number retired in 2021 by the team he spent 10 seasons with? No position. Oh, man. <laughs> Use your big brain, Scott. You can, you can come up with this. No, no. Their team is big brain. We're just ebony oh, and ebony. We, right. I don't uh, you, use your ebony <laughs> brain and. Uh... <laughs> All right. We're going to check in. All right. Ebony and ebony is checked in. So small hands, big brains. You guys can talk it out. I want to talk out. That's the problem. I, know. Um, I was going to say, Dan, do you have any, any. Ideas? All right. So how do you attack this? That's the question. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Retired in 2021, why would it be that long before they retired his number, you know? Right. I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, if he's in the Hall of Fame, that means he retired at least five years ago. Right. Um, so three teams all in long... That's okay, so the three teams I, thing is what's throwing me Okay, off. so it's going to have to be somebody who retired not very long ago if they're just getting their number retired now. Spent 10 years with one team. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, he didn't even it's, have to go. It's, okay, I think I, think I got it. Um, Expos, Rockies, Cardinals, um, Larry Walker. Went in not very long ago. Don't know why he wouldn't have been, but he did spend about 10 years in Colorado. I don't know why they wouldn't have retired his number by now, but that's, that's the best I'm going to do with what the time we have. Unless you got something else you want to go with. Nope. That sounds good to me. I don't know if it sounds good to me, but let's, <laughs> I mean, it sounds better. It sounds better than anything else we we're going to come up with. So let's, let's go with Larry Walker. Can you, can you get back to using our nomenclature, please? Let's check in with Larry Walker. Thank you, Dan. Uh, and Ebony and Ebony, what did you guys have? Oh man, this is a <laughs> this is a, a joint venture because the first thing that came to mind for me was Andre Dawson, um, but then Scott came in with Larry Walker and three teams, and then once you know we got on that that same track of oh he just. He just got inducted recently, and maybe because it's Denver and they're they're all just so high that they forgot <laughs> um, why it took so long. But we have also checked in with Larry Walker. Well, you guys did not need to know that the jersey number was 33 that was retired by the Colorado Rockies 
The correct answer is, in fact, Larry Walker. I couldn't tell you the year he was inducted because there were only two players <laughs> in 2019, <laughs> himself and Derek Jeter. Um, Fair. My guess is they waited to retire, like after he got into the Hall of Fame, because he didn't get in until his 10th year of eligibility. Um, so actually, it did take them a long time to retire his jersey. But uh, yeah, it did too have, long. Too and, long. Well, like, like Marcus said, you know, it didn't feel that long to them. They're like, wait, <laughs> it's been two years since he's in the hall. We should probably retire his jersey. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, all right. What? <laughs> uh, oh, and uh, fun fact: he in West Palm Beach, where he resides in retirement, Walker frequently bowls for recreation, and he bowled a three hundred game on April tenth, twenty fourteen. So the theme linked answers thus far are Sean Bradley and Larry Walker. It's not their white guys, by the way, guys. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's not it. We don't know that it's not. We'll have to wait for the next answer. All right. Moving on to question three. Whose number 16 jersey is, quote, honored by NC State? This means the jersey number is still available, but future players wearing this number will have a patch recognizing the former player. We can check in. Ebony and Ebony has checked in. Small hands, big brains. You guys can talk it out. There's, a, there's an obvious answer, but I'm not sure if it's the right one. What's your obvious answer? Well, I'm pretty sure that Russell Wilson wore number 16 for NC State. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I feel like it's got to be harder than that. Well, sometimes if you're getting given enough information that all works, that, that sometimes that's just the right answer. Um, yeah. I would be willing to bet that if you know for a fact that he wore number 16 at uh, NC State, which I'm pretty sure he did, then that's got to be it. I'm Especially in. since we're, play, we're playing the meta game here of this is your first time on the show, which means you're going to be getting some questions coming your way that are kind of in your wheelhouse. Yeah. So I think we might want to go. Got yeah. Sounds good. That. Checking in with Russell Wilson. All right. And Ebony and Ebony, what did you guys have? Uh, yeah. Uh, Drew's right on it. Um, before, um, I can't remember who the uh, – coach was at the time at nc state thought that mike glennon would be a better uh quarterback for him than russell wilson so because russell wilson wouldn't quit the baseball team he told him get out and he ended up as at wisconsin so uh yeah we've also checked in with russell wilson sometimes questions are as not difficult as some of others the correct answer (laughs) is russell wilson yeah. Um, Mario Williams and Bradley Chubb also have their number nine jerseys uh, honored by NC State. Yeah. Yeah. Russ, Russ in one year became a team captain and took Wisconsin to the Rose Bowl, which is pretty impressive. I was, I was surprised it took so long in the drop that year for anybody to pick him up, but good thing it did. <laughs> All right. So your theme linked answers thus far are Sean Bradley Larry Walker, and Russell Wilson. Let's move on to question four, shall we? Who was selected fourth overall 
in the 2021 NBA draft. Oh, crap. I was not anticipating a delayed check-in from one of the teams. Oh, from us, yeah. I mean, you guys are kind of known as the NBA guys. Well, also just the uh, draft people, right? And draft people, right. So, you know. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think I think the one you said is right. Okay. I wasn't quite because sure. Because I, I believe this is what happened. I believe. Yeah. I Okay. All right. Uh, we're going to check in. Okay, Ebony and Ebony is checked in. So small hands, big brains, you guys can talk it out. Yeah, recent NBA for me is not my not my specialty. Oh, it's not mine at all. So <laughs> great. Um, I, I initially thought the teams were gonna be a little different for this question, but hey, you know, it is what it is. That's right. That's right. All right. So it was I, I kept I kept saying Houston. It was not Houston. It was um Toronto, I believe, that picked fourth, but I don't know my I don't know my recent NBA all that well at all. So if you know anybody that uh plays for the Raptors right now, a rookie for the Raptors. That's where I'm yeah. Struggling. You know anyone that plays for the Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I I don't yeah. have anything on this. Nah, me neither. All right. So I'm just going to say that it was Jim Shikinjansky. And uh, <laughs> just because his name has never and will never, ever come up on the show again. Hey, so I write games. You never know. Nobody knows who Jim Shikinjansky is. Except you do. For the two of us. The two oh, of us. Fair enough. <laughs> and, and maybe, maybe Matt. Hashtag too much Minnesota. Although it's hashtag too much Washington tonight. So. Well, we have a first-time guest, so there's, yeah. All right. So you're checking <laughs> in with Jim Shikinjansky. Absolutely, yeah. The rookie for the Toronto Raptors. He plays okay. young. Yep. He plays young. Uh, and Ebony and Ebony, what did you guys have for an answer? Uh, I think we might have screwed this one up because we're obviously still not sure. So we were trying to figure out the order of, I mean, we know who plays where, and we had kind of an idea. We knew the first two were Kate Cunningham and Evan Mobley, and then we're trying to figure out the rest of the order from there. Um, initially, I thought Jalen Suggs was fourth to Orlando, um, but then Marcus said Jalen Green for Houston. So we were stuck between, it was the Jalen-Jalen dilemma. We were stuck between two Jalens. Um, and then I remember, I feel like Orlando picked fifth and eighth. So got off the Suggs and we thought, okay, Jalen Green must have been fourth because Scotty Barnes to Toronto was third. But now when Dan says, I think the Toronto guy was fourth, it's not this Jim chicken in a can guy. Um, it was Scotty Barnes. However, we unfortunately checked in with Jalen Green. Unfortunately, no points will be awarded for the correct answer was the draft pick for the Toronto Raptors who has played uh, he started every game he's played in this season. And that is Scotty Barnes. Okay. So your theme linked answers thus far are Sean Bradley, Larry Walker, Russell Wilson, and Scotty Barnes. 
I'll give the, each team a little bit of time here if they wanted to submit a guess before we head into the fifth question. Moving on to question five. <sighs> uh, Dan's going to be mad at me. He's going to be under protest about things. I'm used to this with him, but okay. Usually right, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, what identical twins are both relief pitchers in the major leagues? One pitches for the San Francisco Giants, and the other pitches for an appropriate American League team. You okay with that? Yeah. All right, works. we'll check in. All right, Small Hands Big Brains has checked in. Ebony and Ebony, you guys can talk it out. I really right. have no idea here. Like, relief pitchers? yeah dude <laughs> the giants are like I, i'm not sure that there's a major league team that i pay less attention to than the giants i'm so backwards on baseball i thought mark melanson was still closing for the giants so i have no and he doesn't have a brother to my knowledge so um trying to think of trying to take it from the appropriate team not the giants because i pay more attention to the appropriate team right Since my brother's in their front office you would think i would know this but I don't. Um, Did you just say your brother's in their front office? Well, he he's the manager of their DEI department um, huh. for the the appropriate team, not for right, the- right, right. Yeah, yeah. just picks. picks they have teams. that Cleveland had that guy that was he was throwing like one hundred two this past season. I don't even remember his name though. Like I'd... really young, I don't even remember his name though. So that doesn't help. Know. Yep. So just so we got to put let's we need like a somewhat kind of generic last name to go with the other generic last names in this round. Yep. Um, Oh, I can give another like a former teacher of mine. Uh, You do you, buddy. Mrs. Barnes was my sixth grade history teacher. That's what he said to me while we were discussing (laughs) uh, Scotty Barnes. And I said, why would you even say that to me? It took you that long to get the theme, Scott? Because that's, yeah, I was going to say, it's obviously my former teacher, so this might be Kennedy, actually. All right. Just pick, pick a name. Uh, let's go with, yeah, we'll just go with Parker then. We're going to check in with Parker. Okay. And small hands, big brains. What did you guys have for an answer? Well, the Giants were one team. The more appropriate team name, Scott, was not Cleveland. It was the, since they were twins, it was the twins. I wouldn't. That wouldn't help either because I don't know who pitches for their bullpen. This is, uh, <laughs> this is the the Rogers brothers, Taylor and Tyler. I thought it was Trevor. Is he not one of them? No, not one of the twins. All right, well, one team is receiving points. The correct answers are Tyler and Taylor Rogers. And yes, the appropriate name team was the Minnesota Twins. Well, at least it's a generic last name. It is. Um, they the brothers became the tenth set of twins to play in the major leagues. Yeah, never heard of Tyler Rogers, so I don't feel bad. I didn't get that. He's been a relief pitcher for the Giants for three seasons. He recorded uh, either, one of them had nine saves, one had thirteen saves last season. So you didn't have a teacher named Rogers. I can't think of one. No, I never took a class with Kenny Rogers, unfortunately. All right. So the theme linked answers are Sean Bradley, Larry Walker, Russell Wilson, Scotty Barnes, and Tyler and Taylor Rogers. 
just to let you know, one team has submitted their theme link guess. Sorry. So one team has submitted a correct guess after, after the fifth question. That's so obviously them. That would be small hands, big brains. So Ebony and Ebony, you guys can talk out the theme that you, if you can come to an idea for a theme. They're all just generic white guy names. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> Bradley Walker, Wilson, Barnes, and Rogers. And Rogers. So I was thinking like uh, Wade Wilson, right? Um, Rogers would fit in there, right? Steve Rogers, Bucky Barnes. Yep. Sam Wilson. Yeah, that's embarrassing. This is the second time I've been absolutely annihilated by a question about things that I should know. Wow, that's really upsetting. Well, so you still have an opportunity to earn some points here. It is. So we're going to say Marvel characters. I need you to be more specific. The Avengers. I need you to be more specific. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, I really don't like this. Because there's a couple of ways that I can go. Do it, Marcus. <laughs> God. I'm going to be so upset. I'm going to say the Howling Commandos. Okay. Well, unfortunately, at this point, I will have to say you did not get the um, theme correct. Dan, would you like to share what you guys had for your theme? Well, we started with Marvel characters. You asked me to be more specific. I said, this is um, Falcon and Winter Soldier characters, which up until that point, after the fourth, they all were. The first four were. And then came came Steve Rogers or Rogers. So that wasn't anymore. So um, these are just Captain America characters and they are um, Steve Rogers, James Buchanan, Barnes, Sam Wilson, John Walker, and Eli Bradley. Um, and Eli Bradley would have been in the, would have been in the young Avengers and John Walker would have been in the dark Avengers. So I guess they all would have been Avengers. So yes. Uh, but I was actually going with Isaiah Bradley, his grandfather. Oh, um, who was referred at in the 616 um, earth 616, which is our time, our timeline um, as the black captain America, though he never officially had that moniker, but he did have that moniker in one of the multiverse earths. He, he did carry the moniker captain America. So these were five individuals who share the last name with Marvel characters who carried the moniker of Captain America. Okay. Well, anyway, after the second quarter, uh, we have the following scores. Ebony and Ebony with 110, and Small Hands, Big Brains is up to 190. All right, that brings us to halftime. It is now time for the Halftime Show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Question number one of halftime. Of the performers at the 2022 Super Bowl halftime show, who is the only one to have performed at a previous halftime show? We can check in. 
Hey, Ebony and Ebony has checked in. Um, small hands, big brains. You've got just a couple of minutes, couple of seconds here to kind of formulate your answer and tell me what it is. Okay, so we're down to either Mary J or Eminem maybe did something in Detroit when it was there. I mean, I could see I could see them doing something with right. him, but you said that was the Rolling Stones. I, yeah. Would Eminem have been on the stage with the Rolling Stones at all? I mean, it wouldn't have been anything big or else we remembered if right. any of them had done something big, right? I don't think so because that Super Bowl in Detroit was Super Bowl 40. It was the Seahawks and the, and the Steelers. Okay. And all right. Well, we're out of time. So you're, we're going to have to pick one here. So yep. I, I would say your first guess is probably. You think, you think Mary J. Blige? Yeah. All right. We're going to go with Mary J. Blige. Okay. And Ebony and Ebony, what do you guys have for an answer? Yeah, we really couldn't place anyone in any particular spot. We felt confident that 50 Cent, Dre, and Snoop weren't. Maybe We thought maybe Kendrick popped up with someone recently just to do like a rappers or something, perhaps. Or Then we thought maybe Mary J. just sang with someone back in the 90s. Um, you know, when she was kind of relevant or I know she had, she put out that remake of one with Bono from U2. So I thought maybe it's possible that she could have sang that with him at a Super Bowl. But then I also thought that randomly in this performance was Anderson Pack this year and he played a lot of different instruments. And so I thought maybe he just kind of played an instrument with someone else recently. And he is boys with Bruno Mars who has performed at two different Super Bowls. So we ended up checking in with Anderson Pack, just hoping that maybe he just played an instrument for someone. Um, well, unfortunately, I don't know that could possibly be true, but, uh, I don't know about that. So unfortunately I'm not gonna be able to give you an answer on that points on that, unless you know, for sure that he did. Nope. No um, idea. <laughs> the, the answer I have is Mary J. Blige. Uh, in 2001, she was part of the ensemble who performed walk this way with Aerosmith in sync, Britney Spears and Nelly. Um, she also joined DJ Khaled during the 2022 NBA All-Star Game halftime show. Yeah, nope, mm-hmm. n- never would have placed her of all the performances that she could have possibly done. <laughs> That's not one where I, I would have placed her. Fair enough. <laughs> Way to pull us back, Drew. I, I was ready to go with Eminem on that. You pulled us back. But I'm glad I'm contributing. But you're right. M- Eminem with, with uh, Rolling Stones just doesn't quite now i want to see it though okay moving on to question two in the halftime speaking of mary j blige uh she was in the 2014 documentary champs about the lives both in and out of the ring of mike tyson evander holyfield and what middleweight slash light heavyweight american boxer that that was my first thought I mean, I'm not going to get anything else. Yeah. Stuff of that. Well, and, and like, I feel yeah. like that lines up. So I'm good with that if you are. Okay. We're going to check in. Okay. Ebony and Ebony has checked in. Small hands, big brains. You guys can talk it out. All right, Dan. I hope you know boxing. Um, <laughs> yeah. I know that, uh, I know Roy Jones Jr. fought in those two weight classes. He's definitely relevant. I, other than that, I, I have no knowledge of this documentary. So if I had to make a guess based on what we have in front of us, it would be Roy Jones Jr. 
Send it in. Sounds good to me. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll lock that in or check that in. I, I, I'm coming back. You guys, come on, give me a, cut me a break. <laughs> we'll check it in. I was going to send it in. Drew was going to have me send it in. So send it. <laughs> All right. And uh, Ebony and Ebony, what did you guys have for an answer? Uh, yeah, we um, thought the time frame made sense and the weight classes made sense. So we also checked in with Roy Jones Jr. Fortunately, no points will be awarded. The correct answer is Bernard Hopkins. Oh. Uh, Hopkins held the undisputed middleweight title from 2001 to 2005 and the lineal light heavyweight title from 2011 to 2012. Yep, he's like the other guy from that time frame. Yeah. Bombax winning this game. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to play quite this difficult, but you know. He even got the, the missing link 100 points. He did. He did. All right. Well, let's. I think there's a good chance you guys should be able to get question three. Question three in halftime. Speaking of Mike Tyson, in 2011 and 2012, he portrayed what Republican presidential hopeful in three funnier die shorts? We're going to check in. Hey, Ebony and Ebony has checked in. Um, small hands, big brains, you guys can talk it out. Okay, so what we do have going for us here, Drew, is it's going to have to have been a black Republican presidential candidate. Right. So it's like a 50-50. <laughs> You can't say that. (laughs) Am I wrong? We're never wrong either. Truth (laughs) of elimination. Um, that time frame leads me to Herman Cain, but that's that's when he was active, right? I I don't have a better guess than Herman Cain. Yeah, unless you can think of something, someone else. No. All right. Well, then let's let's check in with Herman Cain then. Nice. Way to go, Dan. And Ebony and Ebony, what did you guys have? Um, yeah, we picked the other side of that 50-50. So we checked in with Ben Carson. One team will be getting points. The correct answer is Herman Cain. Um Tyson's portrayal is only slightly crazier than Cain himself. And I laughed at the following line. Uh, As part of my tough stance on immigration, Taco Tuesdays will be changed to Pizza (laughs) Pathursdays. All right. Well, after halftime, we have the following scores. Um, Halftime didn't go well for Ebony and Ebony. They're still at 110. Uh, Small hands, big brains uh, is up to 240. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be Flop, Turn, and River. Yes, Marcus saved it. Flop, Turn, and River. 
For this quarter, there will be three questions consisting of five clues. The first three clues will be given before the teams decide if they want to check in with their guests. The last two clues will be given one at a time, with teams deciding if they want to check in with their guests after each subsequent clue. If a correct answer is checked in after the first three clues, the team will receive 50 points. After the fourth clue, 30. And after the fifth clue, 20. All right, starting with question number one, who am I? Clue number one. Washington State alumnus. Clue two, gold medal winner. Clue three, second generation professional athlete. Checking in. All right, Ebony and Ebony has checked in. Small hands, big brains. You guys can talk it out briefly here. Decide if you're ready to answer or if you'd like another clue. Do you have anything? Yeah, so I'm thinking track athlete. Okay. And I'm thinking the name Lagat sounds familiar. Lagat? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I'm, otherwise, I I'm I can't think of any other Does this Lagat check all three boxes? You know what? I'm changing changing my changing my changing my pick here. Washington State alumnus, gold medal. So basketball could have been the sport. And uh, Clay Thompson, his father played in the NBA. Yes, he did. So I'm going to change my, I think I'm going to change directions and go Clay Thompson. I think I like that a lot better than Lagat. I mean, I like Lagat. I'm, yeah. Whoever Lagat is, I'm, he was, I'm all for <laughs> he was it. He a track athlete in like the, the 60s. So yeah, I think I'm going to go with Clay. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Let's do it. Checking in with Clay Thompson. All right, and Ebony and Ebony, yep. what did you guys check in with? I really wish you would have gone with Lagat because that sounded awesome. Haven't like, we had Lagat on the show, Lebac and Gaz and Lagat? I mean, it seems like they've been on the show before. I, mean, I think I have some Lagat blue downstairs. Um, <laughs> we have also checked in with Clay Thompson, Washington State alumnus, gold medal winner with Team USA, I assume, and yep. Michael Thompson. So, Clay Thompson, check in. All right, well, let's hear the other clues and see if you guys are correct or not. Clue four, drives his boat to some home games. And clue five, Splash Brother, who holds the NBA regular season record for most three-pointers made in a game with 14. Dang it, it's like Yes. Both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is Clay Thompson and his father, as was mentioned, Michael, is an alumnus of the University of Minnesota. Too much Minnesota, Josh. Sorry, man. Yeah, just to, a just reference so you guys of a know. father is too much. We've <laughs> this has been Washington overload today. I mean, we had the, that Twins re- uh, relief pitcher. Yep. Yeah, except you didn't realize it was a. Twins relief pitch. I should have, knowing you, I should have that in hindsight. Well, can, can you give us some flavor text on, text on this Lagat? Yeah, so so I had to look it up just to make sure I had it. But yeah, Bernard Lagat, he was not a gold medal winner, he was oh. a bronze medal winner, but he did clock the fastest, the third fastest uh time in the world for the 1500 meter. Uh so he he was legit. He was legit. No, he was legit. He was legit. 
<laughs> oh god! All right. Scott's got the dad jokes. Oof. These are the jokes that get better before he has a child. <laughs> they won't. <laughs> All right, let's move on to question two. When am I? Clue number one. The Brisbane Lions won the Australian Football League Premiership. Clue two. The Montreal Alouettes won the CFL Grey Cup. And clue number three. Real Madrid won the UEFA Champions League. All right, so you guys had an easier one from the first go. Let's see who's going to check in after the first three this time. We agree we need another clue here on our team. (laughs) All right. We actually need about three more, probably. So Ebony and Ebony is going to take another clue. Um, Spoiler, uh, Drew, you don't know this yet, but we're taking another clue. (laughs) Unless (laughs) unless you happen to know about the Alouette uh, Grey Grey Cup. uh... Nope. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, did Legat didn't have a brother that played on the Brisbane Lions? No, not I mean, that Brisbane's I know. got a lot of uh, a lot of premierships. So I'm, yeah, and and Real and Real Madrid Madrid's got of... quite a few. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. This is... yeah I, I didn't want this one to be a necessary giveaway after the first three. So you guys are all needing another clue. Yeah. All right. Time for the turn. Clue number four. The Washington State Cougars football team were co-champions of the Pac-10. Okay, that narrows it down. Too much Washington State. Hashtag. (laughs) Let's do it. Why not? Let's do it. Okay. Well, Well, yeah, we're, we're checking in. Okay, small hands, big brains is checking in. So, Ebony and Ebony, you guys can talk it out, decide if you're ready to answer or if you need the fifth clue. Okay, Scott. So, uh, if it's still the Pac-10, then Oregon and Oregon, or I mean, uh, Utah and all them came in not that long ago. Um, So, in 97, when they played for the national championship i think they won outright i was gonna say i would think they weren't co-champions if they were playing for the the right. natty um but the other year that comes to mind is 2003 i think they had jason gesser they had a they had a good team mike price that was right before mike price took the alabama job and uh had himself a good old time down there right he um, was framed he was framed. <laughs> He was framed. He, uh, no, I mean, he maybe he visited one of these uh, massage places that Matt likes to go to. Um, (laughs) (laughs) oh, I mean, accidentally goes to. Sorry, my bad. Wanders Um, into, yeah, right. Um, so that's where I'm leaning. Yeah, I, I mean, it matches up obviously with the other stuff. Like, as far as I was thinking of a time frame, and I was like, probably between like the late nineties and the mid two thousands for all these other things. So, I mean, it does fit in there. That That's my best. And honestly, I don't know if I can, if it can get more narrow for me personally, like just thinking of Wazoo, I right. mean, I think I'm comfortable enough to see. Um, I'm good with it. We're trailing. We, we, we might as well take the risk. All right. Uh, we're going to check in with 2003. Okay. And small hands, big brains. What did you guys have for an answer? 
Marcus was close. His his logic was real real close there. He had the right quarterback. He had the right coach. It was the 2003 Rose Bowl, but unfortunately, it was the 2002 season. So, <laughs> yeah, I, we're we are uh, checking in with 2002. Okay, well, let's talk about uh, clue number five. See if that solidifies the year for everybody. Clue number five: the Anaheim Angels won the World Series. Yep that that gives it away. The correct answer is 2002. So small hands, big brains will be getting points. I knew that um, was going to get me. I knew and, that was going to get me. And to continue <laughs> the year with, of the bowl game. To continue with too much Minnesota, since I'm just fully the Twins were in the playoffs that year. Yeah, no, no, but that was the, the year Minnesota they beat the Moneyball is. Yes, the Minnesota Golden Gopher hockey team won the first of back-to-back national championships in 2002. Suck it, Maine. Marcus, do you know do you know what team we tied with? Oh God! In o- in in o- two, 2002? Yeah. Oh, it definitely wasn't us because that was when Cody Pickett came back for his senior year and we were bad. Oh, Cody Pickett has he been a clipboard captain yet? Uh, no. <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> is that Oregon State? No, no, they were 2000 was uh, Jonathan yeah, Smith's year, right. but yeah, it was it was USC Carson Palmer. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, who was the safety that was insane? Paul Malo. Yeah, yep, yep. Question three: Who am I? Clue number one: Winter Olympic athlete. Clue number two: A three-time world champion. Clue three: Has won gold, silver, and bronze Olympic medals. All right, another clue. Buddy? Yep. Oh yeah. All right. Okay, Ebony and Ebony is going to take another clue. So small hands, big brains, you guys can determine if you're ready to answer or if you guys would also like another clue. I think we got to take another clue, don't you? Yep, yep. All right. Clue number four, the turn. Nickname is the Quad King. I think we need another clue. Uh, Chess, can we have seven more clues, please? You can have one more clue. Oh, damn it. Yeah. All right. So, Ebony and Ebony, you guys are going to take the final clue. Asking the team name Ebony and Ebony about the Winter Olympics. Um, Did you not see that Aaron Jackson won a speed skating gold medal? Is that that one of Joe Jackson's kids? I don't even know who that is. I don't think she's (laughs) one of Joe Jackson's kids. But she is the first... um, black woman to win a speed skating gold medal see that's my point the first i would have known known that if you asked that question at some point (laughs) i think we can i think we can check that in we're gonna check in all right so small hands big brains has checked in ebony and ebony clue number five for you the river first asian american man to win an olympic medal in men's single skating uh, figure skating, the gold medal in Beijing. Nathan Chen. I was thinking, yeah, I probably shouldn't have been thinking of physical quads and right. actually the, the move of a quad uh, would have gotten me there quicker. I like your other answer of Saquon yeah, Barkley Saquon better. Barkley but... is the quad king. Because <laughs> his legs look like they're drawn on his, or I mean, his, his muscles look like they're drawn on. It's insane. 
Uh, <laughs> so we're going to, are you good with that, Scott? Yeah, I am. Okay, we're going to check in with Nathan Chen. All right. And small hands, big brains, what did you guys have? Yeah, I didn't think about quad jumps and that that pretty much had to be Nathan Chen. So that's what we checked in with. Okay, well, both teams will be receiving points. The correct answer is Nathan Chen. Um, his bronze and silver medals were earned in the team figure skating events at the last two Olympics. All right, after the third quarter, we have the following scores. Uh, Ebony and Ebony is up to 180. Wow. And small hands, big brains is at 350. So they have not... They have not sealed the deal. They are not fully doubled. So <laughs> Ebony and Ebony still has a chance. Don't get to go into victory, victory formation yet. <laughs> nope, not yet. That brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Since today's missing link was Marvel-related, the categories for today are as follows. Question one, Falcon, in reference to the NFL. Question two, Iron Man, in reference to Major League Baseball. Question three, Hawkeye, in reference to college football. And question four, Ant-Man, in reference to the NBA. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in the category of Falcon. The Atlanta Falcons have drafted two future Hall of Fame players in the first round of NFL drafts. The first was a defensive end who was drafted out of Tennessee State in 1968. And the second was a cornerback who was drafted out of Florida State in 1989. Name both of these players. What do you think, Drew? Yeah, I mean, we know the one. Yeah. I'm 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 impressed. Do you know the one? I knew one. No, yeah. One. I'm I'm relatively positive about okay. about that second one. So okay. we'll check in. All right. Small hands, big brains has checked in. Uh Ebony and Ebony, you guys can talk it out. I don't uh, know if Marcus can hear me right now or not. But. Yeah, we can't talk it out right now, and I'm fine with that because he's using the daddy dome, and I'm fine with that for right now. <laughs> the daddy dome. I can hear you, but just barely. And all I heard was "Daddy Dome." <laughs> we we need to oh, reference oh all God. of the places okay. that all of us go. We've got the Brain Bayou. We've got the Deluxe Apartment. Yeah. The I mind, got my junk uh, drawer. Junk drawer. The Matt's mind closet. Yeah, I just had to get out of Daddy there for dome. a minute because we started talking about Denzel movies, and I was really trying that's to fair. Hide. No, no, that's fair. Um, Unless this okay. guy's last name is Washington. No, it's not. I think I I think I know it. It's um so the Falcons had a had a you know how you know in that era there were a lot of defenses that had names. Oh yeah. And the people eaters? Yes. And for Atlanta it was the Grits Blitz and they just sent the house and I remember seeing those red uniforms and I believe in one of my one of my storied, I've said it a thousand times, NFL films, um I 
Uh, the last name for sure is Humphrey. I'm not going to say a first name because it's either Clyde or Claude or Cla- it's something like that. And I'll say we because this is a team. I knew one. So, <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, we are going to check in uh, Humphrey and Dion Sanders for 60 points. Okay. And small hands, big brains. What did you guys have? All right. So, Drew, you, uh, you came through with the first one. It's Neon Dion, baby. Yeah. And um, for the second one, I also wasn't going with a first name because I could not remember what it was. But when you said it, Marcus, I'm pretty sure it is Claude, but it's, um, it is, I checked in with, we checked in with just Humphrey. For how many points? Sorry. For zero points. So both teams are correct, but only one team gets any points. The correct answers are Claude Humphrey. And Deion Sanders. So no, no, Brett no. Favre is the only other player drafted by the Falcons to be elected into the Hall of Fame. Wow. And he was drafted in the second round of the 1991 NFL draft. I'm glad I didn't feel comfortable enough on the first name because I, I would have said Clyde. I was out of lean Clyde. And you, I just... <laughs> you know what the rule is? I mean, in general, we often put first names on it too much yeah but Clyde is is Norwegian for Claude so either way we would have had it (laughs) (laughs) we would have been fine news for you there is not one Norwegian named Clyde hell there might be one Norwegian American Clyde Drexler (laughs) (laughs) I can see it I mean Sean Bradley was German who knew come on all bets are off he's German American he's not (laughs) just a German well, after the first question, things have gotten a little tighter. Ebony and Ebony is up to 240, and Small Hands, Big Brains is still at 350. Daddy Dome doing work. Moving on to question two in the category of Iron Man. We all know that Cal Ripken Jr. holds the record for consecutive games played with 2,632 but what Kansas City Royal holds the active streak for most consecutive games played with 469? Wow. Uh, nice. You want you go with that? Yeah. All right. We're checked in. Hey, Ebony and Ebony is checked in. So small hands, big brains. You guys can talk it out. Let me know your answer and your wager. We're, we're stumped on this one. We, the only thing we know is we, we know it's not Lord because she will never be Royals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, other than that, I, I, I don't know. I don't know the Royals. I don't get to watch Twins games anymore because you know they're never on anything. Um, until I get my VPN and can start watching, uh, watching games out of Minnesota, I'll be able to watch Twins games again if they ever play again, which is. Not looking good at this point. The fix is in. Mariners are finally going to be good, and we don't get to have baseball. Real, real Seriously. convenient. So, uh, so Drew, anyone you want to shout out? Um, spoiler alert: We bet zero on this. Um, so, any any uh, name you want to just throw out there? Like, uh, yeah, Le- I'm Lebat or Lagat, Lagat, Lebat. I'm going to shout out a name that. Uh, Everyone's going to know by the end of the next college football season. He's actually my neighbor right here on campus. Uh, Cam Ward is going to be the starter for WSU next year. He's going to be man in the air raid. 
And uh, yeah, that's who I'm gonna who I'm gonna shout out. Husky fans will know him by the by the time uh, season's over. So the goalie, I Cam think I already Ward? know Cam Ward. I already know him. <laughs> he he's got <laughs> eligibility left. So, so you guys are gonna check in with Cam Ward. <laughs> yeah, your answer. But Cam Ward, yep. the football player, not Cam Ward, the hockey goalie. Yeah. Right? Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. All right. Uh, and you already told us you wagered nothing. So, um, Ebony and Ebony, what did you guys have for an answer, and how much did you wager? Less of a spoiler alert because it's going to come out in a second, but we also wagered zero. Um, so we didn't have much stake in this either, but we were at least just trying to name some players. We know that most of the guys from that championship team is gone. Um and then we think it's Sal Perez. It's not going to be a catcher. So we really couldn't name too many other people on that roster, except for the shortstop that I believe is still there. It's Alcides Escobar. So we checked in with Alcides Escobar for zero points. Well, since nobody wagered anything, we could just move on to question three. No? Sure. You want to I mean, at least tell us the answer. <laughs> Come on. We know it's not Cam Ward. It, well, we don't know that yet. He didn't tell us. All right. So the uh, neither team would have gotten any points or lost any points you know well i guess he would have lost points if you had wagered points the correct answer is Whit merrifield oh yeah he's still there uh, Merrifield is him. a two-time all-star who led the american league in steals three times question three in the category of hawkeye in 2019 two iowa hawkeye tight ends tj hawkinson and noah fant were selected in the first round of the nfl draft what quarterback who was drafted in the seventh round of the same draft threw all 13 touchdowns to the duo during the 2018 season? We're checking in. All right, Ebony and Ebony has checked in. So small hands, big brains, you guys can talk it out. Let me know your answer and your wager. This, this one's killing me because I can almost picture the kid's face and like what he looks like on the field, but I, I just cannot think of his name. Vamp for a second. Talk about anything you want. Yes. Oh, no. Dan's going no. the mind no. to prompt it. I didn't want this. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got liftoff. So oh, also so, Dan's gone to the mind palace. Yeah. Drew, Dan, Dan's trivia knowledge is vast, but he also has this in the reserves. When he can't pull a name, he'll, he'll do this. He calls it his mind palace and he'll, he'll get the right answer. He's going to pull it. I yep. can't think of too many times he's gone to the mind palace and, and doesn't, back I, with I, I can't answer. think of one. Yeah. Well, I feel, I feel like I'm letting him down big time. Cause I told him this was the category that I felt the most confident <laughs> in. He looks, like, like... he looks like a doofus. You're absolutely right. He, this guy looks like an idiot. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, not Dan, the quarterback. <laughs> here he comes. Here we go. David moved everything around. This is ridiculous <laughs> in here. Um, fortunately, he didn't touch the Iowa stack. Um, does the name Nate Stanley ring a bell to you? Yes. Okay. I think that's it for 11 points. That's what you're checking in with? Are you, are you okay with that? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. 11 points. Checked in. Okay. And Ebony and Ebony, what do you have for an answer and a wager? All right. Uh, shout out to Eric Ede because I did not read the question correctly. Because I wasn't reading it as the same draft. 
<laughs> oh, this sucks. Well, I think you're right, Dan. So that's cool. Yeah, it's it's definitely Nate Stanley. Yes, but I went with the other idiot that was there, not just being terrible. Um, and I believe the last name is Petrus. Um, but yeah, that's not right. So we said Petrus for sixty points. One team is correct. The answer is Nate Stanley. Um, Stanley was drafted by the who? The Minnesota Vikings. Of course. With the 244th pick. Um, He was the 13th and final quarterback selected in that draft. All right. Well, let's just move on to the last question in the fourth quarter. Question four in the category of Ant-Man. On December 15th, 2021, Anthony Edwards became the youngest player to make 10 three-pointers in a game at the age of 20 years and 132 days. What player had previously held this record when they made 10 three-pointers in 2015 at the age of 22 years and 311 days? You good with that? Should we go with that? Yep, sounds good to me. All right, we'll check in. Okay, small hands, big brains is checked in. So, Ebony and Ebony, you guys can talk it out. Let me know your answer and your wager. Like I said, I th- I thought I recalled a, a game where Terrence Ross went off, but I just don't know when it was yeah. in his career. I mean, this is a tough question because making 10 threes is just not yeah, it's impressive not. anymore because like, so many people do it. So, it's like, unless you remember this actually happening. I don't know. And And then at that point, you have to think, Terrence Ross never dominated the ball. So that's why maybe I'm like, maybe yeah. he just had like a 50 point game or something or a 40 point game and sure. it's not 10 threes. So you think about people who dominate the ball who are around that age, like we're throwing around yeah. Kyrie and who else did you say? Right. Cause I mean, this person like buddy healed, right. Cause this yeah. person's going to be tw- 29 years Don't, old. Roughly. Yeah, and, it's, and it's not Dame cause he's too old. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know of those names. I, I I don't know. I don't think it's Terrence Ross. I yeah, I mean, I could see it being Kyrie for sure, just because, I mean, he was playing with LeBron. I'm sure he was getting a lot of open threes Yeah, in 2015, but I, I, I don't have anything strong. All right, well, then let's just end our suffering and let's go with Kyrie, I guess. Okay, we're going to check in with Kyrie Irving for 60 points. Okay, and small hands, big brains, what did you guys have? How much did you wager? Oh, we wagered zero. Um, we threw around Kyrie, and I'm liking that answer more and more, but we didn't go with it. Um, we thought it had to be someone drafted early 2000s, probably. I, I, I was just, I was stuck on, someone that played here for a while, um, had a great career here and then moved on. Uh, so we went with Kemba Walker for zero points. Okay. Well, one team is correct and they will be receiving points because they bid points. Hey. The correct answer is Kyrie Irving. I was like, it's definitely not Kemba. The age doesn't. doesn't <laughs> no, it, I, I forgot. He, he went a couple years before he got drafted. And, and yeah. uh, for my flavor text, what will come is no surprise to anyone. The only thing I have to say about Kyrie is FTG. I second that. On January 25th, 2014, Terrence Ross scored a career high and franchise signed 51 points. Nice. 
for the Raptors. That's what I was thinking of. So anyways, oh, and he was 10 of 17 from three. <laughs> no, he, did so he, just, he just wasn't young. Irie yeah. Winton wasn't as young. Yeah. Irie went to yeah. Duke and is a flat earther. Correct. He went to Duke How? for one. He went to Duke for a He probably didn't even finish his freshman year. He played a basketball season and probably also, dropped out. I mean, he played also, like when 16, their coach is that old games. and still dyeing his hair. I mean, he's not exactly. <laughs> That's his color. natural color. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. This hair. is enough Kyrie talk. Seriously. That's, yeah. All right. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Uh, Ebony and Ebony finishes with a score of 240. And our clipboard captains of the game will be receiving the coveted Luke Falk Award with a (laughs) score of 361 is Small Hands, Big Brains. Hey. Uh, Yeah, I thought it'd be nice to throw a uh, Washington State uh, former QB backup quarterback now, I think, in the CFL. I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, is there anything you guys would like to say before we called in tonight? Drew, anything you would like to? No, just thank you guys again for having me on. One and oh, not a bad start. So, uh, who, yeah, says, you're, who says you're coming back? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I no, get it. I'm, I'm undefeated. So, if you, if you don't you come don't back, you go out on top. <laughs> exactly. I want to say, hey, Drew, thank you for playing with me. You, uh, you, you more than held your own here tonight. You threw out some answers that I would not have had any shot at. Plus, I learned <laughs> about Bernard Lagat tonight, so I'm, uh, I'm very happy about that. Yeah, that was almost the biggest mistake of the entire night was overlooking Clay Thompson for Bernard Lagat. I was so excited. I really wanted you to check um, him I actually think that's why Dan went into the Mind Palace because he's like, I need to get this Bernard Lagat information into the Mind Palace. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll say, hey, Drew, thanks for coming on. Um, yeah. I mean, what does this even mean now? But uh, it was always, uh, Drew was like, the quintessential like kid that you want playing for you. And now he's, you know, be becoming a successful adult, which is always the whole point because how many of us, I mean, you did get to go play some college football, but not a lot get to do that. And so when they end up being just good people and now you're get you have a kid on the way, which makes me feel insanely old, but uh, I'm <laughs> proud of you. I'm proud of you, man. And uh, thanks for coming on and looking forward to having you back on at some point. Awesome. Thanks again, you guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, normally when when these these Marcus people come on, I get extremely jealous, and then I don't like them. But for some reason, Drew's very likable. I can't not like him. So this isn't a Josh North situation where like I just hate his face. Like Drew's got a cool face, backwards hat. Like there's not there's really not much here to to dislike. Um, so I just yeah, I share the sentiment with everyone else. Thanks for coming on. Um, you know, it's always it's always fun. I, I always tell the guys it's always fun when someone comes on that has kind of a different wheelhouse than the usual because it, it op- just opens up the door for you know more questions that we haven't heard. There's so many people who are New England fans or et cetera, and so it's like you start to hear the same questions. So it's always nice too to have some variety on the podcast. Um, and you brought the you brought the average age of the episode down too, so that's good. Like I always like that because what that's nice. It's nice to appeal to some of our younger listeners as well, Josh. <laughs> Who's making uh, a face? Dan, he's calling us old. I'm calling you experienced. Fair enough. Fair enough. We... I'm calling you experienced. 
Yeah, well, uh, Drew, thank you for coming on. Like everybody said, thanks for listening. Um, we obviously love to have new people listening and, and being willing to come on and uh, be goofballs with us. Because, yeah. you know, that, that we like to pretend we know what we're doing, but <laughs> there's only a couple who actually do. And, you know, Dan's one of them. So you got you, you had a good teammate today. You made so. the right choice. Yeah. Dan, <laughs> Dan chose wisely. <laughs> I'm going to have yes. to use your strategy of just taking off the headphones and just going into the, what do you call it? The thinking temple. The, oh, it's the mind <laughs> palace. Oh, oh. And um, I, I don't know if I'm going to let you in there if you don't remember what it's called. So <laughs> just to... you got to build your own. You got to build your own. Is that all yeah. it takes to know temple. what it's called to be let in? No, no, not, not at all. Well, wait, I'll just, I'll just ask David. How, how yeah, David, in the back. David can get you in, apparently. Every, everybody's welcome in the Daddy Dome, but it's all just like Washington-related sports and wrestling. <laughs> and poles. There's stripper poles. poles in there too. Lots of poles. Yeah. Greasy poles. Lots well, like, that's how are you going to get to the different shells? <laughs> that's, that's all I needed to hear. There's no ladder. <laughs> no, they're just different poles you just swing across. Climb that pole. I know where oh, I'm going, man. Whew. All, All right. right. Well, I think maybe it's a good time for us to wrap this up by saying thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. Oh, uh, Drew, we're uh, we finally have a quarterback that can run. That's exciting. Yeah, who, Baylor's pretty stoked for your for your high the high school team. <laughs> yeah, the high school. We haven't had a running quarterback in a in a minute. I don't, uh, I don't know. I heard that Drew had three rushing touchdowns. He did. I know. And who, they were all from like, inside like the one yard line. I was gonna say that sounds like a Tom Brady stat to me. <laughs> hey, your junior year, you had that one against Stanwood that uh, I will take full credit for. Yeah. So so, so this is yeah. Go ahead, tell it. Yeah. <laughs> this is like not not a joke. Uh, going into my junior year. Marcus decided that I needed to learn how to juke because I didn't have have very good moves. So he started this little program for like 15 minutes after every practice. It was juking 101. And it started with me and then a few other guys joined in. And he literally was just like, listen, all this dancing around, all this, you know, head bobbing, like you're not going to, if you're going to juke somebody out, you're going to run straight at them. You're going to fake like you're going one way and go the other way. And that is it. You have to square them up first. And so I got this perfect opportunity against our rivals in my junior year where uh, our head coach told me it's a running play, but he, right before I went out to the huddle, he goes, you're going to keep it and don't tell anyone else. So I'm like, okay. So it was completely a naked bootleg, no receivers, nothing. And I sold it and I got out into the flat and there was basically one defender there that could stop me. And I, it had to be the juking one-on-one class. I just squared them up, faked outside, went inside of them, and scored. So, yeah. Had to I, before I, that, I, were I, you I, the shoulder head guy? Like, yeah. I'm going yeah. to. Yeah, I danced. I'm, too just, much. I'm just like, look, 
it's all about momentum. If you're going at him full speed, there's no way. I was like, you can't stop your momentum because he has to break down. I'm like, just full speed. You don't stop. Bop, bop, one way, and then you're yep. gone. You're out of there. You did have, you know, you had a long one your senior year. You had that one against Cascade. Cascade, yeah. It, I was kind of lucky, though, because the two defenders crashed into each other, and I was, like, still up, and I couldn't believe it. And, uh, yeah, but, no, I remember after I scored that one against Stanwood, uh, Coach Hands grabbed me on the sidelines. He's like, you you owe me one for that. So Yeah, I said, I said I'm taking credit for this 100%. Yeah, yeah. That was 100%. all me. <laughs> That was all me because, nice. you know, nice. that's what coaches do. Nice coaching yeah. job there. Oh, yeah. It was my one contribution as the DB's coach to our offense at the time. 